0: Hey all you cool cats and kittens, this is Steven and Ian with Big Pod Rescue, and we're here to talk about hockey, if it still exists, and of course the phenomenon that's sweeping the nation, Tiger King. Ian's been pretty good today, except no poops, so let's get started, and let's go sass!
1: the hunter to lay down their guns Tell them that the tiger needs a little bit of love Cause I saw a tiger Now I understand I saw a tiger, the tiger Tiger I saw a tiger
0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Two Guys, One Cup podcast. It is Sunday, April 5th, another week virus-free. Well, we hope. Well, supposedly. We're we're both here, and uh, we're getting through it, folks. We, as a country, as a community, we're getting through this thing. Mm. It's very weird. This is the most significant thing that's happened in our lifetime arguably you know there's that one other contender we- <laughs> and it's one of the weirdest and uh, this is this is one one or two take your pick but um we're just trying to you know soldier on and uh, and get through the best that we can have some laughs you know mm-hmm. if we can give you even one laugh our deaths from the coronavirus will be worth it. (laughs) One
2: laugh or one small piece of hockey news. That's
0: right. And that we don't have much of that this week, but I guess we can talk about a couple of things. Um, Why don't we talk about the weirdest (laughs) conference call in the history of America? Why don't we start there? I'll pull up the Adam Schefter tweet about who all was there. Um, But... uh, uh, <laughs> President Trump. What's his name? Yeah. What's the president's name? President Donald Trump. That one. I can see why I didn't believe that, but that's true. Um, President Donald Trump had a conference call with uh the let's let's generously call them the sports commissioners of the world uh, uh-huh. this week this weekend yesterday on the call were uh, according to Adam Shafter Adam Silver of the NBA Kathy Ingelbert of the WNBA, Rob Manfred of Major League Baseball Roger Goodell of NFL, Gary Bettman of the NHL Jay Monahan I hope he's Bobby Monahan's brother that would be awesome <laughs> of the PGA Tour. Dana White of UFC, John Middlebrook or Jim France of NASCAR. You couldn't commit which one. Yeah, both um, of them will go. Don Garber of MLS, and of course, Vincent Kennedy McMahon of World Wrestling Entertainment, and no representatives of MCAA because... They're not a paid league anyway, right? Yeah, they don't make any money. Students. They don't. They're just kids. They're going so, to class
2: like everybody that's else. Right.
0: Just right now, that's all they're doing. So, uh, according to one report I saw, they talked about how uh, Trump was hoping to have sports and events back on by August or September, mm-hmm. which you know, not great for hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't see—I don't want to be negative, but I just don't see any world in which we get hockey again this year. Um, Well, I mean, this calendar year, hopefully. Hopefully, we have next season. Even that, there's some questioning because we don't know if there's a second wave of this thing or whatever. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not getting into all of that. Hopefully, if there is, it's nowhere near as bad as the first. But what are you thinking about this call, this hockey season, what they're going to do And then we can talk about that report from today about some of their alternatives they're thinking about. Which, like, uh, actually, let's get your thoughts first, and then I can rant. (laughs) The
2: virus has thrown us out of sorts. That's right. That's right. (laughs) We're in ruins. We were so coordinated before. (laughs) Yeah. Such a well oiled machine. We promise when the virus uh, goes away, we'll be better. We promise. Um, I simultaneously want hockey back so bad in any form whether it be in neutral sites in North Dakota, let's say, or...
0: Just picking a name. Yeah,
2: of course. Or in cities like St. Louis and Chicago and all these different cities, but with nobody in the arena. Or, you know, around Robin or whatever you fucking want. I want hockey back in some capacity. And then the other half of me is like, I only want hockey back if it's the way we've always seen it, so please just leave it alone and no one gets the Stanley Cup. As far as I'm aware, they didn't award a Stanley Cup during the Spanish flu in 1917, 1918, or whatever. I don't think they awarded a Stanley Cup during wartime, like in World War II or mm. anything. So, while not as bad as a World War, and not as bad as the Spanish flu thus far... Um, the coronavirus is still something that is unforeseen and crazy and weird. Mm-hmm. And to sit there and think like, by God, we're going to have a Stanley Cup because you can't stop the spirit of the Stanley Cup or whatever is to me a little bit of lunacy. It's like, I love hockey. I want to see the playoffs. I want this season to mean something, but also something nuts happened that no one could foresee happening. And as a sport, I can't blame you for not having a contingency plan for being on pause for five months plus or something so if you can't award a a cup you can't name someone the winner that's okay that's all right like it's it stinks but that's all right that's not the worst thing to ever happen and if it also means that your next season is on track like hopefully it would be do that Mm. make the next season normal people are going to want the normalcy and just come back in October. wow it's you know hockey again hooray and everything and don't try and do this weird sort of like half baked playoffs. I get that could kinda of help morale. People can watch it on T V, they can enjoy it and everything. But I think it was Steve Dangle or some other some other podcast that knows a little bit more than than I do that mentioned that the NHL derives a lot of their money from like ticket sales from like through the door Mm -hmm. and not as much from tv whereas i think maybe it might be the opposite for the nba so if the nba comes back with tv like they're making a lot of their money Mm -hmm. whereas if the nhl broadcasters on nbc sports network or whatever they are not making the vast majority of their money they're making some but not nearly enough to probably like recoup what they would need to call this like a zero-sum season you know Mm -hmm. money-wise so i get any amount counts but it's also just it seems risky you need p you can't it's not just the teams right Mm -hmm. it's not just a hockey team two hockey teams officials and coaches there's got to be doctors on hand right there's got to be the guys you know the people you saw that saved Bo meester's life they got to be there there's gotta be people that broadcasters. like broadcasters. Broadcasters. You gotta have people that get these guys of the rink, I'm Cameraman. assuming. Yeah, you gotta have some guy that's driving a bus. You got camera people. people.
0: Yeah, that's Ice crews.
2: Easily over a hundred people. Easily. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like why all you need is one guy. All of a sudden you get David Prahn now has COVID-19 and you cancel the playoffs again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just like, why bother? Why bother with trying to do that when it's just feels like too much of a risk? Yeah. All my ramblings are to say too much of a risk. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for
0: the For the record, 1919, there was not a Stanley Cup. In fact, the series between the Montreal Canadiens and the Seattle Metropolitans oh. was canceled after the fifth game because of the flu epidemic. So they tried to get it in, uh, but they could not. During World Wars One and Two, though, there were cups. Really? And Hap Day and Jack Adams were coaching it off against each other to get uh, co- cups in that period. And Dick Irvin, I don't know who he is. I haven't heard of him. But maybe it's just because his name isn't as memorable as Hap Day. And they <laughs> didn't name a trophy after him like Jack Adams. Um, yeah, I mean, ever I would echo everything you said. It just... It doesn't make any sense, honestly, to do it this way. I just, uh-huh. just don't do it, man. I don't like... Want empty arenas, like... It's not you're not getting any sort of authentic champion. Hmm. Even if even if you have twenty, you know, seven game series and everything, it's just not the same.
2: You had such a big break, and I get everyone is under those same yeah. circumstances, but it also just feels really weird.
0: Yeah, but like the you know, I just don't. I like I said, I, or like you said, of course I want hockey back. I want all sports back. I want anything, back. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: but. I think it's going to be important while, you know, and hopefully, you know, not hopefully because I'm excited about it, but hopefully because the sooner the better, we actually are going to hit the worst of this thing in the next week or two, Mm -hmm. you know, in other areas of the country, we're supposed to peak a little later. I think in Missouri, we're supposed to peak in the first or second week of May or something, but like, you know, obviously the peak will be dramatically lower than some of the big places like Michigan and New York and all that, but... Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully, hopefully we do get to the end of this and we get to, um, return to some semblance of normal, but I just think, I think to me, it's really important that we don't go out of our way to pretend that things are normal when they're not, you yeah. know? And I don't, like, I, I want us to have some things. There needs to be entertainment, obviously, because we're all friggin' stuck inside the house. Yeah. But, like, you know, I'll say this, you know, you we just watched parts of WrestleMania that happened over the last two nights um, in an empty arena pre-recorded because Vince McMahon, the aforementioned... Two two mentions on this podcast, loyal listener. I know he's excited. Vince, <laughs> you know you you made some bad calls, but you did the right thing at the end of the day. So good work for you. But did did that feel normal to you? I like. I mean, you're a relatively new mm-hmm. you know wrestling fan compared to me, who unfortunately have had this virus, <laughs> this particular virus, his no whole cure. life. But um, yeah. I mean, did that feel normal or? good to you
2: it just felt so lackluster yeah
0: and it was honestly it was made all the weirder by the fact that they insisted on pretending that
2: it's like that it's like
0: a totally normal wrestlemania that's
2: a really good point like if you have the stanley cup finals like this is the stanley cup finals but no one's around it just feels like what yeah it's just this Hollow thing, you could slap, you could, it's like you're saying that to the first game of the season, Stanley Cup finals, but just hollow and nothing. Mm-hmm. It's the exact opposite, it's the opposite end of the spectrum of what it's trying to be,
0: yeah. And I was like, you know, they do this at the end, just a real quick spoiler for anyone that hasn't watched that wants to, you might want to skip ahead 10 seconds or something. But <laughs> they crown a new champion who's been waiting 10, year, 10 years for his big break, and Drew McIntyre, and it's like nobody's there to celebrate (laughs) it. And he's not the only one over the weekend that was supposed to have this big crowning achievement. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no reaction. And I even was thinking, like, in the build-up to it, like, oh, maybe if they have Drew win the title, you know, they'll send the guys out from the locker room because you probably haven't seen that, but they'll do that occasionally if it's, Mm -hmm. like, a big emotional win. Like, they'll have them come out and pick him up on his shoulders and that sort of thing and and then i was like but they can't do that because they can't have 10 people in the ring you know (laughs) like they literally can't do that Mm -hmm. even during the match where they had the five people it seemed like they were trying to kind of keep them all separated (laughs) i don't know that may have been just you know happenstance but like you're noticing the distance yeah (laughs) but it's just like why are we pretending that -hmm. this is normal and they announced that they're gonna have their next pay-per-view in may (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, dudes, stop. Like, I, you know, I don't want to go off into a wrestling rant, but like, I could sort of understand you saying we've all got these storylines that are completely built that we mm. don't want to just weirdly hang in the air until we can get to August or September that we can have an arena show or whatever, but like, then don't start anymore.
2: Yeah, like, you, this would be a good bookmark, especially yeah. it's like, oh, look, we can pause on WrestleMania being over. What's happened to all these people? There's still stories to be told, but it's kind of like mm-hmm. a, a, whatever, a page has been turned. So there you go. We'll move on when this is over. But yeah, it's weird that they're progressing.
0: Yeah, you, you in that case, had the luxury that the other sports leagues didn't, where you had warning and you kind of faked your way to a, some sort of finish line. Mm-hmm. So why are you still running? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, moving off that topic, I just, I don't understand this desire to have the season it's you know the revenue like you said isn't gonna compare in any way and i know you yeah. want to make some up but honestly then have more shit next season like organize a a, na- a tournament of nations or something in the off season like mm-hmm. you know and tell the players like hey we'll take your escrow out of this if you play in it or whatever you know whatever you want to do to like if you if you insist on trying to make up the revenue fine do it Do something, do anything, Mm. go to the Olympics. I know we can't talk about that, but but you, you know, it's just pretending that this isn't a a life altering event, you know, like, you know, God willing, we all make it through this. All right. We'll be talking about this in 50 years, you know, like we've, we've joked about it before, but like as each week passes and you realize the magnitude of this whole thing, it's like, even if, you know, again, God willing, the the fatality numbers are way lower than what's projected right now, it'll still be one of the most significant things just because of the surrealness of it all. Mm-hmm. So why are we pretending to have, you know, these these weird cultural institutions when everybody else is losing jobs and
3: mm-hmm. and
0: whatever? Let me read from this article that I pulled up half an hour ago. Uh, I'm always afraid we're not going to be able to fill the space, and we sure can pontificate, so at least we've got that going for us. This is Scott Palachik at Bleacher Report, uh, who tweeted... The NHL or who wrote the NHL is reportedly considering finishing the rest of its season in North Dakota when play returns following the coronavirus pandemic, according to Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet. The league and its players' association have discussed a number of hypothetical situations where the rest of the regular season and playoff games abandon the regular season. Stop! Yes, uh, what are you doing?
2: Anything where it's like it's not fair that I go ahead, but yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Like there's one arena in North. Sorry, uh, and playoff games could be held for the 2019-20 campaign and, uh, and mentioned North Dakota as a possible destination Friedman suggested the Ralph Engelstad Arena in Grand Forks is somewhere that makes sense. None of it makes sense because it's hosted marquee events such as the 2005 World Juniors and the 2016 Under-18s as an impressive facility that is definitely more suitable than many other available non-NHO options in the United States. Um... Again, quality of the venue isn't a concern yeah. here. You're not putting people in it. You need a sheet of ice. What's funny to me is like, they can't like, possibly be thinking they're going to North Dakota and filling it with fans. Well they? are
2: they gonna go to North Dakota and they're gonna fill they're gonna have how many sheets of ice that they have, and they're gonna have sixteen teams there. Or no, if they're finishing the regular season, they're have thirty. Th- yeah, all sitting there in like what a Olympic Village type setup where they all get to share shit and pass shit around. Great
0: idea. Yeah, that's gonna work great. Yeah, real good. Are they gonna have, you know and in- and in- inhabit the dorms at UND or yeah. whatever? Like, come on. Uh, uh, there would be a number of challenges such as finding enough hotel space, <laughs> staff members, and personnel with the teams. Freeman pointed to the fact that North Dakota has relative low population density. But again, it's one case. You need one case and Mm -hmm. it's done. That's it. You know, like you said, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: one player gets it. And especially if they're in tight quarters. It's silly to me that
2: you have players right now that have it. And you're like, well, let's see what we can do about finishing the season. It's like, no, it's done. You already have people that... (laughs) have this fucking virus this would be like if i went to work and someone at work got sick and they said well we sent them home we cleaned everything really well if everyone completes, come back in i'm like no fuck you there's no way you're way too much you're putting people at risk and these people are at home with their families who i'm sure their families want them around you want to be with people in the you know these kind of crazy times and you're going to take them away from their families to play this game where then they might get sick and then they have to stay away from their families that just doesn't sound None of this sounds good. I get um, what the goal is supposed to be, but the more you bring reality into this and you say, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if that happens? There's so many of these what ifs that you kind of just lose the goal. You know, the goal doesn't matter anymore. Winning the Stanley Cup and awarding, it doesn't matter anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's just,
2: I want hockey back too, but get through this and then bring it back. And I, as sad, I, as, as annoying as that is, I think that's the big thing for a lot of people. I, that's starting to sink in too. I'm seeing it more, I feel like, as a lot of people thought after a week or two weeks, they were like, okay, I know we said two or three months, but now it's okay, yeah? And it's like, no, it's not okay. It's yeah. two or three months. And so I feel like I'm seeing a lot of people, even myself, who I thought I kind of knew that, is sinking in now and I'm like, oh, you mean two or three months right. of for professional people just regular run-of-the-mill people to go out and be able to like interact generally speaking it's going to be even longer for twenty thousand people to sit in an arena you know so it's like it's going to be that long no matter even if the last week feels like it's been a month it hasn't it's been another week and you're just going to wait that much longer and it sucks but i think this is really showing the strain that people have on like waiting things out mm. it's annoying i get it but like you just have to wait. You have to keep waiting.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is kind of an expose on our our generation and the one beneath us, mm-hmm. which they are beneath, beneath us. us. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, I mean, we have no patience. But like you said, it's you got to wait. That's the only thing you can do. It's also the best thing you that's can do. That's what I mean. I know it sucks, but the part you got to keep doing it. Like, we we had a conversation with our friends just a minute ago about, like, you can't do anything. And it's like, yeah. And I agree. And that's mm-hmm. awful. But, like, for the average person, the best thing you can do is do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? And that sucks. Because if, if there was something, you know, like, I sort of get now what I've never gotten before, which is, like, when World War II happened, how was everybody like, yeah, yeah, I'll go fight the Nazis. Because, like, I kind of get now where I'd be like, if I could do anything to, like, yeah, beat you the help. coronavirus, hell yeah, I'd do it. Like, put me in the factory and help me make tanks or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you know, apart from badly sewing together some surgical masks or something, there's really nothing I can do.
2: Yeah, that that and, does a really shitty feeling. It does feel like a little bit of... Helplessness. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think, honestly, you know, I've, and I've said this before, I think I'm on the more optimistic side just of reading and analyzing things. Again, I'm an idiot, so it doesn't mean anything. Read your own stuff, make your own conclusions. Uh, but Like, you know, and generally I have a lot of faith, if not in, you know, any of our leadership. And that's not a political statement. It's all politicians. They're (laughs) all bad. That's pretty bad. Uh, But, you know, just in general in America and American ingenuity and, you know, our medical Mm -hmm. world and like the brilliant doctors and people we have. Like, I have a lot of faith that those people can, you know, make... Find surgical equipment and proliferate. I can't say proliferate. Is that how you say that word? And you know, proliferate treatment and Mm -hmm. eventually a vaccine. And like, I believe those things will happen, and hopefully, quicker than we think. And anytime there's a big break of like, hey, this treatment happens, or we do these antibody tests, and you know, ten times as many people have this and just are asymptomatic than we think. Like those could all be big breaks that change Mm -hmm. the course of this thing dramatically. And the reality is. We know more week by week, but we can't do anything else until we know more. So we really just have to wait. But like you said, even in an optimistic world, it's two months. Mm -hmm. You're here till the end of May, you know, and that sucks. It really, really sucks. And it, you know, and I'm I'm cognizant when I say that, that I already worked from home and didn't do much else. (laughs) So like my life practically hasn't changed that much. But when you feel like you have the freedom taken away from you, it doesn't matter if you were going to use it, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, Um, just having the option was fun enough. Yeah. Was, was, yeah, nice enough.
0: What could I do today? Oh, I'm going to stay in and play video games? Great. But, like, when you're just like, oh, I have to stay in and play video games, then it's like, these video games suck.
2: That's true. That's funny that you say that because I remember, especially, like, in college where I would be like, man, if I'm doing homework, I want to do anything. I just want to play, like... Halo or something, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, and I'd play it for an hour or yada yada. It was the greatest, but I only had so much time I could play it. And then, like, on a weekend when I had nothing to do in the morning, I'm like, oh, I could play Halo. And I'd be like, nah, that mm-hmm. sounds boring. And then I have, like, all these other options. Yep. It's like, oh, yeah, but it's not nearly as fun when it's, like, this one thing you can do and you have other options now. I'm mm-hmm. forced, quote-unquote, forced to do it. And I'm like, eh, I want something else. yeah but... Just so I can come back and do it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nevertheless.
0: And just like, you know, trying to put a point on all that, it's just like, we don't, there is like, there is a flip side to this coin, which a lot of people on the other side of the aisle, you know, not political aisle, just the other side of the aisle of this issue don't want to talk about where like, there is an economic reality, and there is a practical reality that people can't live like this forever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as we would like to say, well, if you save even one life, like there is like a tipping point somewhere, mm-hmm. but it's not here yet. Yeah. And it's not going to be here for a while. And so it's kind of silly to me to have these conversations about, you know, unless this thing's just dead over the summer, which I hope the summer takes a big chunk out of the coronavirus, but like, unless it just dies completely, Mm-hmm. Which you know, colds don't do. I don't think the flu does.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Flu is like year round. It's just you don't see it as much. Yeah, in the summer, but it's you not know. like gone, gone. Yeah, yeah.
0: Then I don't know how you can have empty arena sports.
2: That's the thing is they say what it's supposed to be. Supposedly, like until beginning of next year, twenty twenty one, that they'll have like a vaccine. Uh, probably even with speeding it up and everything. So the fact that it could kind of ramp back up in the winter does really make me think this is going to affect as far like large, large, large gatherings for the rest of the year. Yeah. Like through the end of the year, I don't know if they'll if you'll see sports with um, live crowds and everything. Yeah,
0: it's possible for sure. And that would suck, but you know, that is the situation where that you can trade for saving mm-hmm. wise. You yeah. know, working at wherever you're job was before now you can't necessarily Mm -hmm. but yeah um moving off of that topic uh scott barunovich who we mentioned last week signed his contract with the blues very exciting uh is also a hobie baker finalist which i don't think we mentioned i haven't looked a lot is he expected to win it i get the feeling he's more of an outside shot sort of
2: yeah guy. that was my feeling um, as well without any any without, actual like, knowledge really reading
0: in depth on it but uh you know hobie baker is the ice hockey heisman for lack of a better word it's their college hockey mvp and it's very prestigious um won by greats like zach aston reese <laughs> and uh i'm sure other people that are more important than that but um yeah, I mean that's awesome. I'd love it for him to win it, but mm-hmm. it's great that he's in the conversation, I guess.
2: I think the last time the blues had like Gail a...
0: McCarr won it. Oh, okay. Adam Godat, Will Butcher, Jimmy V C, Jack Eichel, Jack Eichel. Johnny Gaudreau. Oh damn. that was quite that elite. Those were that was just in order, right? Yeah. I didn't skip any years. Then you get Drew LeBlanc, sucks, Jack Connolly, Andrew Andy Meal. Oh man, college hockey really jumped up a notch when Johnny Codero <laughs> started there. Um, Ryan Miller won it. Jordan Leopold won it. I, so. I knew it.
2: I've something inside of me was like, I know Jordan
0: Leopold won it. <laughs> really? That's awesome. Um but yeah, I mean, to be nominated for that, being that crew, Paul Correa won it. Uh pretty impressive, pretty cool. Uh so yeah, mm-hmm. I hope he wins it. That'd be a nice little I'm trying to hockey remember news. when we if find we just get out. That sometime w- in the next week, I think. If we just get that one news item, one hockey news item for a week, we can really stretch it. Oh, we can get it for like a good uh, hour. But with that said, that's all the hockey we've got this week, yeah, I think. It.
2: So, uh, and O'Reilly won the. Oh yeah. Best bromance, bromance award with their six point five percent yeah
0: vote, but hey, still the vote. You
2: know what? Um, it's still winners fun. a winner. That's the only winner that matters this season. That's baby. right.
0: Um, and yeah, I mean, I think. We as we go forward, depending on especially depending on how long this hiatus from real hockey lasts we'll continue to try and bring it bring you podcasts as long as it's healthy mm-hmm. for us to do so. We can do them over the phone even if one of us not, is not like hacking up along <laughs> but <laughs> um, but yeah I mean we'll try to cycle in some hockey content. Hockey movies. If the KHL uh, would just be NHL twenty simulations, the KHL play. We could we you would know, pick a team. It. We'd pick a team and just. I don't know Dynamo same. Moscow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really dig deep. Uh, but in the meantime, we've got Tiger King, uh, folks. If you haven't watched Tiger King, obviously spoilers will abound ahead. Um, if you have no interest, then feel free to either continue disinterested or tune out because. We gotta fill time with something. It's number one on Netflix. Go watch it if you haven't. That's right. It. And you know, this is one of those things where I was like, Okay, I'm really friggin' tired of people telling me to watch this <laughs> thing. There's no way it's as good as it is, as people say it is. And in a sense it's not because nothing ever is, but it's <laughs> wow. pretty great. Well, you know when yeah, people yeah, like know. hype something it's never quite yeah. that. But like it's pretty awesome. Um and I'm a big documentary fan too. I just think it's, you know, You know, it's, it's like watching a well-done documentary is like watching a drama or anything, except this shit's real, Uh, which I'm not sure I believe in everything that's (laughs) going on here. But, um, so yeah, spoilers will start effective immediately uh, for anyone that wants to get off. We love you. We'll talk to you later. This will still be here once you watch it, if you do watch it. Uh So, you know, you can come back and revisit it. But overall thoughts on the show, Ian, and how you sort of found out about it. I mean, I just assume you heard it through the grapevine like mm. everybody else. Who was the first person? You ever wonder who started it all? I was like, this. oh shit, we got to get on this.
2: I think I saw it on Netflix like a couple days after it came out. Mm. Like I saw it on there and I was like, this looks interesting. And then it showed me the sort of, Poster in the background, and it looked like a true crime. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I was like, I You're not I, a true crime guy. I don't. Or... I don't mind true crime, but it feels like everything is true crime That's now. And true, they're like, yeah. you won't even believe it. I'm like, I bet. I, I bet you, I will.
0: I bet the guy either did do it and got away with it, or didn't do it yeah. and got
2: convicted. Did he do? It. Was there a crazy twist in it? Was it like his sister actually <laughs> helped him when we thought like she was the victim? And yeah. She okay, thought we great. thought she
0: was dead. Yeah, I got Done.
2: you. But and for a little bit I was worried that Tiger King was going to be about like animal abuse too which I I don't like animal abuse and I don't even like watching it or hearing about it so I was like I'm out. But then which there
0: were some eh, hairy moments, moments but nothing nothing
2: you can't stomach yeah. watching. There's no like deaths or anything uh. by any means. But yeah, I forget what happened. I've looked on it on Netflix. <laughs> I forget what happened in the show. And then the next weekend, I was like, well, I hear people making memes. So here we go. <laughs> time, to, time to dive in and see what it's about. And uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. I think it started off really strong. It got better and better. And then, quite honestly, when the true crime part of it entered into the picture, I was a little less intrigued when it came to like. Here's what happened here's what the here's what a lawyer would say. here's what the the whatever FBI or whoever's looking into him is you know the fishing and and wildlife Commission is looking into. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't care about this as much. I just want to go back to the crazy dude that owns tigers. <laughs> any of them pick them. I don't care which one you go to. but yeah, it was uh, it was nuts it was nuts and to be quite honest with you, I don't think Joe Exotic, the main character of our story. Was actually the craziest person in this entire thing. That oh, I think God that's,
0: I don't even think it's all that close. That's the best part
2: of the show, I will say, is that they revealed you off the top. There, here's this crazy person. You go, Wow, fucking nuts, right? Joe Exotic, you own over 200 plus tigers in the middle of Oklahoma and you got two husbands. That's crazy. And then they're like, Well, here's this lady, hey, it's Carol Baskins. Like, okay, well, she seems pretty normal, but kind of like a, a crazy cat lady with a lot of money it's like okay she seems all right and then uh they amp up more on her and she's crazy too in, a, in her own little weird way and then they put doc antiel in here and he's fucking nuts and they put in uh joe what's his face what's his last name load no jeff low, jeff low Yep. Yeah. he's he's nuts in his own weird way they've we got james what's his face james no neck he's weird like, there's this guy that's holding a monkey sometimes and they're interviewing his ass and he's talking about fucking mm-hmm. Doc Antle and then he works with Jeff Lowe later and he's weird. And it just gets weirder and weirder. And in fact, the most normal people I found were the people that worked for Joe Exotic. I'm like, you're weird. they are kind of eclect- back Oklahoma. They're eclectic, but yeah. they're not like psychopaths. Yeah, they're not like know? crazy.
0: The guy with the psycho, clam- psycho clown... Uh, amputated leg. What are those called? The artificial oh, yeah. legs. Yeah, yeah. That's not the word though that I want. But yeah, the Robo case, legs. Yeah, but like they've got like psycho clowns on him, and he's one of the most normal. Yeah, he's
2: he pretty normal.
0: Um, the one that lost his arm. Yeah, uh, Queen Off, who we mentioned in our opening, it, uh, also relatively normal mm-hmm. for someone that got their arm bit off by a tiger and said yeah just amputate it um, <laughs> they could
2: go through months and months of reconstructive yeah. surgery and training but you'll have your arm nah fuck it yeah you know what probably was quite honestly probably the money probably gonna cost oh much yeah let's us think that. about
0: that for sure um <laughs> probably it was the money but yeah i mean joe exotic himself hmm. is um a superstar I mean, he's an awful human being.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think. I don't. I'm not necessarily convinced. I don't he think he you... abused animals as like mm-hmm. d- on purpose much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't. Understand exactly why cub petting is supposedly abuse. I get why it's not great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't seem the same to me as like starvation or like beating. I
2: think the bigger deal was that like you have the cubs <laughs> overcrowding and yeah, and then they get older and you uh-huh. can't use them anymore for that, so then you have to breed more. Yeah. So it's like you're constantly breeding animals yeah. into this world yeah, to sense. use yeah, them yeah, for yeah, a couple yeah. weeks, and that's a that makes sense. But yeah, the the, the petting itself was like whatever. The thing I the thing i liked the least about this or like that bothered me the most and i'm sure it's like everybody but you kind of you get lost in the the human story and that makes sense that's what they're focused on the the animal stuff kind of takes a back seat eventually and that's fine too but i just felt really bad for both the workers for like joe exotic especially Mm -hmm. and everything and also just the animals for all of these people even carol's animals and stuff because they're just like It sucks because you want to say you got to let these things go into the wild, you know, somewhere in Africa or Asia and stuff, but you can't because they're like, they would die out there. Yeah, Yeah, they would like, they're still, they're wild animals and they bite your arm off here, but they're also will die in the wild. So Mm -hmm. you just, they have to be in, I mean, you would hope for like an actual zoo, you -hmm. know, a better zoo, but it's. It sucks, and you you saw some of the footage where there's just so many tigers like in a cage, like they have some space, but yeah. like it's like cows. There's like hundreds of them mm-hmm. walking in circles. I'm like, oh, dude, no. Yeah. And like tigers are like solitary creatures too. I'm like, this is fucked up. This mm-hmm. is really weird. Mm-hmm. But that that aside, do you think you have to be crazy to own exotic yes, animals? Okay. Yes, 100%. Or do you think owning I, exotic animals just exacerbates your craziness as well? I
0: love animals, and I love zoos, and <gasps> I love aquariums, and I love tigers and lions, and I would never so much as I wouldn't touch a baby tiger. Yeah, that freak me out. Like, mm. I wouldn't do it when they like hold the one that's like you know probably what fifteen pounds next yeah. to their head no i'll take my eye i like my eyes i need those like
2: leave it like a green grape
0: <laughs> pluck it out and eat it like a green grape <laughs> nah, 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 nah. but um i know I, i'm sure people love all our references that they don't get at all <laughs> so uh, insider but um just assume they're from john mulaney and you'll usually be right uh but yeah i mean i just i don't I, doing things that are likely to maim or kill me Mm -hmm. have no appeal to me
2: bottom of the list
0: even if it's even if the likelihood is elevated from zero percent to two percent you know well think of think about how nervous we all are about the coronavirus the likelihood of it killing you even if the kill rate is one percent as dramatically less than that because that you'd still have to get it. Mm-hmm. And that's not a hundred percent certainty. And we're all nervous about that. I feel that way about everything. <laughs> uh, you know, bungee jumping, mm-hmm. uh, parachuting out of a out of a plane. I'm, just, I'm just, I don't have I don't have you that. Say you're risk adverse whatever that is whatever that adrenaline junkie thing I'm the opposite give me a couch and a good documentary and <laughs> I'm fine all the time or take you know I'd much rather go to a real zoo or an aquarium or something but pet a tiger no 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 <laughs> no 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 thank you I have no interest you
2: no I mean, that's I. I would feel bad. It feels weird. It feels even, like I shouldn't be petting tigers.
0: Even the people that have like, like snakes, like mm. even manageable snakes. I'm like, but that's weird, though, right? Like, you're a weird person. It's I'll cool. be
2: I'll be honest. If you own
0: a snake, I don't trust you. <laughs> you are a snake. Yeah. If you own a snake, you are a snake. Snake I've, salesman. I found out one of my coworkers has a snake, like a boa of some sort, and she's like the most normal. Like our age, mm-hmm. mom, you know, but she's also very Texas, so she's super conservative and gun owning. So and they're not the take snake. my snakes. And I'm like, "Where's my snake which are, you? are you like normal and awesome, or are you like crazy and awesome? Because well, you can be either." But... Well,
2: that's kind of like this Joe Exotic thing. It's like there's a lot of lines being crossed, and not like personally, but just like weird things where it's like, okay, you're the middle of Oklahoma. So, you're this way, but also you have two husbands, so Mm -hmm. you're that way. Yeah. And also, like, there was just so many things where I'm like, this is happening here, but it's not. And you have all these
0: cats. So, let's zoom in on Joe Exotic. Yeah. And then we can touch on all the other other in this universe. Oh, my God. It is like a team of Pokemon. Like, they've all got their different strengths and weaknesses. But (laughs) Joe is, like, as a character second to none yeah he is a gun-toting mullet-having gay polygamist redneck who raises tigers in the middle of Oklahoma he's like, like you yeah. can't
2: he's like an SNL character who's come to life and has a full living breathing yeah life he's that like they a, he, is,
0: he is something that Stefan would put in a club yeah like a like a, a gay polygamist cat razor or something yeah. like that you know like I don't even know what he'd call him but he's too many things he'd be like three different things Stefan would put in a club mm. you know um and like he clear you know he's clearly got charisma coming out his elbow you know even mm. in, even in the like talking heads and stuff like he's he's just a charismatic uh, you know likable guy mm. if you just meet him and talk to him and he's not yelling at you or crazy
2: and I and I do feel like he definitely for the most part except for towards the end there, like actually cared about these animals. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he started with his heart in the right place and everything and really en- enjoyed these animals. And as he kind of got, you know, out of his element and trying to get into politics and yada yada and just got more heated and hateful towards yeah. Carol Baskins and stuff that he uh, kind of lost it there. But yeah, as a that character, bitch, Baskin. that bitch Carol Baskins. Uh, That's just her title, folks.
0: Yeah, but like, sorry, you were saying.
2: I was just going to say, it's just, He's such a great character because it feels like you couldn't, he is so odd that I honestly thought like some sort of weird illusion would break at some point and he'd be like, but I'm not really like this or I'm like this for the cameras, but it's like, no, this is what you're like all the time. And it kind of like blew me away.
0: Or like, you know, like I thought also that it could, he could break in the sense that he'd like become really a psychopath, which he sort of did. Mm. But not to the like Joker level, you know, Yeah, like, can I
2: be honest? He's shooting a lot of guns uh-huh. and everything and to someone that's not in the Midwest or whatever that could be like That's crazy. And it shooting, is in a way But he's shooting about as many as some other people are that uh-huh. film themselves do it. So it's and not also, that's a, not he's that crazy
0: things, yeah, He's blown up. blown up in a big field TNT taking precautions except when he blew up the uh, crocodile studio which you most certainly we'll did about that but definitely definitely did uh, i'm gonna add <laughs> that to the questions here because you know it is the other unsolved mystery of the case um but uh yeah i just there's so many things he's phenomenal and then you're watching him and just shit keeps popping off because mm-hmm. like at first he's just weird dude mullet owns tigers mm-hmm then he's, you know, redneck. Yeah. And then he's weird dude, mullet owns tigers, gay. And then mm-hmm. he's weird dude, mullet owns tigers, gay, country musician. Oh, yeah. And then he's weird dude, mullet owns tigers, redneck, gay, country musician, polygamist. <laughs> and then he's weird dude, red mullet, <laughs> gay, redneck, owns tigers, country musician, polygamist with a blood feud yeah. you know and it
2: just
3: keeps with his, oh this uh, internet like, show weird
0: dude mullet gay redneck uh owns tigers polygamist polygamist blood-feud politician like yeah. it just keeps <laughs> it just keeps building internet yeah youtube star like, as you said what? like uh, what
2: i guess this guy wanted to be famous which makes sense and he got his way and he got it but it was also just like
0: but like so there's sorry, go ahead. I just I
2: it just kinda of blows me away that like so eager to talk he had that. all these things. Uh-huh. Those are like things I would think as a kid like, Oh, I want an internet show, oh I want tigers, uh-huh. oh I wanna do whatever and he's just doing all of them and I'm always like, How is this happening? Are people watching your show? Are do you care? do you just are you one of those people that's just screaming to the void and you just assume you're famous now for having being able to reach uh-huh. people but are you reaching people it was so like what's happening is this successful to you yeah do you think this is good i did, could never get my pulse on like is this working is it do you enjoy this there's, what's
0: happening <laughs> do you like this do you like what's happening uh there's that one point where i don't know if it's his producer uh there's a whole other character we should talk about that guy or, needs his show yeah or um uh his husband or whoever it was which the, husband the film the, 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 <sighs> We'll oh, my much much oh my god! I completely forgot about that. Oh my god! I completely forgot. But uh, when at some point they're when they're talking about like they actually tried to develop the like Discovery Channel esque reality yeah. show, somebody in the Talking head says Joe would always say like I'm a gay gun-toting redneck with tigers. That's got to be a reality show that'd sell, and he's not wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, Duck Dynasty didn't sell because they hunt ducks, Mm -hmm. you know? They sold because they were friggin' crazy, but they were charismatic and crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, like, you know, he's such a big personality that he attracts all these people, and I think it's... There's a weird way in, like, which... And I think I even, you know, there there was an AMA on Reddit of a guy that wasn't featured in the documentary that worked for him for, like, five years, and I think maybe even he said, like... Originally, like, this was just a community of misfits, and he really did try to, like, accept people and help them Mm -hmm. and get them all in there. And, like, you know, and then, you know, they started doing drugs a lot, which the documentary barely covered. Oh, yeah. That was like an afterthought.
2: So, yeah, they all do meth, and they're like, something about, yeah, meth is a big deal here. And then they were like, but back to Carol Baskins Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, I kind of assume
0: meth was a part of this but also <laughs> like let's let's talk more about it give me like 10 minutes on it not yeah. just three um um so carol baskin so let's move on she murdered her husband definitely percent. I mean, no question there's see, i don't she kn- does not do a good job i don't job know of about dissuading me to the tigers
2: she killed him in some fashion, but
0: yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know about fed to the tigers because I don't know how you could get rid of all of the evidence. Mm. But she killed her husband.
3: And like, There's she no and she ain't dumb. Way.
0: And she ain't dumb. The best part to me about the killed her husband thing is when she like five episodes later in the show just casually drops the sardine oil line. Mm-hmm. What? What? <laughs> and you? That's like if that's like OJ level of like if I did it. You know, this is how <laughs> like, I would have do yeah. done it. And it's like, what are you doing? Uh, and then her, her husband, her new husband, uh, as I saw on some meme somewhere, confirmed that he definitely wears socks while making one of <laughs> <laughs> that is, like, awful to think about, but also the best description of his personality I can think of.
2: Beyond beyond whipped. Beyond,
0: it's not, just, not even, he's like a non-human, he's, he's like just, an MTC yeah, in this universe. Yeah,
2: he's just kind of like, he's just Carol, Carol Bassin's
0: I couldn't pull a rib out of I've, her and created I've this man. I've watched this show one and a half times, couldn't tell you his name. Couldn't even approximate it. Fred, George, I John, it. Paul. No, it's, just I mean, naming yeah. Be- Beatles. Yeah, that's one of them. Um, but you know, is Baskin his first husband? Is there, or Baskin's his last name? Right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, the, I forget the name of her of her yeah. first husband Thir- third third husband her, the
0: dead husband is her third, third husband. husband. That's right, and uh, which third. makes this guy number four. <laughs> I just so she, but she like she does such a better job of seeming normal. Yes. Like if they don't tell you the murder plot, you're like crazy cat lady. Mm -hmm. On a on a grander scale, physically because of the cats, they're the size of a house. But like, but that's what she is. Mm -hmm. But then they sneak that murder plot. She's like the cold.
2: She's kind of like a cold psycho. Yeah. Just kind of like the seemingly bubbling underneath sort of thing, and just. uh... It was weird. It was a little weird. Mm-hmm. And then she was talking about how she didn't really know the interns' names that worked there. She has a lot of the stuff going on around her, but it's like
0: she doesn't really know. Yeah, what's that going was a on. subtle little. I rewatched that this time, you know, because I, yeah. I watched like half of it. Kind again, of a power move. Because I wanted to have some of it fresher for this. And yeah, that struck me as like, oh, so like, so you're like a power trip, you know? Mm-hmm. Like my CEO of my company, which is not. I would think significantly smaller than however many folks she has knows everybody, you mm-hmm. know. It's like so you're like a weird manipulator person. And she talks about how much cats poop. Um but you know, I just she's she's her own kind of crazy. The producer guy is crazy. Mm -hmm. He was, I I heard in another source, he was like strung out on meth most of the time.
2: I believe in his teeth look kind of weird. Yeah,
0: and like he's like messed up and that's like how he got involved in this whole world because he used to be like a reputable crazy reporter and then he just became a crazy, crazy reporter. But he's like the kind of Quentin Eastwood of this whole thing. You know, he's like the first voice you hear, I think, isn't he? The crazy beginning he talks Mm. about. Um, Joe's... First husband, who's just kind of like a normal, like obviously very dumb, and I mean that with the utmost respect. Very few. Just, teeth. Yes, well, but not anymore. Not anymore. He He's fixing. fine. That's the happy. That's the happy bow to tie on this story, but. I'm um, just suckered into this <laughs> poor choice of words, <laughs> uh, pulled into this world. Um, and, you know, the whole convincing two different people that they're both gay, but not convincing them at all because they're still uh, very pursuing straight. lots of women, but also being fine with that, but also very weird. And the second husband, oh my God, that's the saddest character in the show. Mm-hmm. Cause that dude, when you see him first, and he looks so like full of life and young, I'm like, dude, you can be like a like a rock star. Like mm. you're six foot six, you're very attractive. Yeah, what are you person, doing here? Like, go be a wrestler or something. You know what are you doing
2: here? He, um, I was worried about him as the show oh. went along because they interviewed lots of yep. people and they never interviewed uh, him. It got I was to like, oh, it got to a point uh-oh.
0: before like they hadn't gone fully into the events of his past. oh no, yeah but it got to a point where i was like oh he's dead isn't he yeah I was he's like hey, not here a anymore. lot of
2: footage there's a lot of yeah. footage and i was like <laughs> and oh. then it's like kind of
0: slide it in there so you think it's like an interview they did but it's not because mm. it's like in front of a green screen and stuff and uh, you're like and then how he died Oh my god! Def, intentional. 100%. Okay, that's what we were trying
2: to figure out. Is that intentional? I got, that, to me, it's
0: gotta be, man. Or they like, made it, the it's way, either intentional or indifferent.
2: The way his campaign manager, which is great, Joe Exotic's <laughs> campaign uh-huh. manager made it sound. He was, like, he was
0: like another hero of the whole show. Yeah. Like, he's the normal person.
2: He was like, you know, I don't know if he knew, you know, if he thought there was one in there or not or something along those lines. And I was just like, I, I, I think he did. I think the guy sounds like he did enough drugs and stuff that he's probably just like strung out or just depressed yeah. or whatever. And I was like, oh.
0: And how they got managed to get that camera shot where you can watch it all happen but not see? Oh, uh, I of don't it. like that.
2: I don't I, like that. I
0: mean, better than seeing oh, any no, of no, it. Oh no,
2: no, I know. But I was like, oh, uh, some guy died on the other side of this camera. I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Okay, there's... that's the that's the lowest, lower than joe trying to get carol actually killed
0: oh that's the worst i think the the worst
2: the worst part of the whole show like in terms of just how you feel and joe like doing a whole song and dance about feeling sad and everything also
0: talking about him putting his balls in his face yeah and like uh, at his funeral with his mom there and then
2: he invites the mom to the marriage of his second husband so
0: that he can have like the good closure and move on in a weird way like a weird optics the good optics of him. yeah
2: oh it was like i don't know so gross.
0: that's when i'm just like dude and like also you know like why i don't why do people keep falling for this line yeah you know like how that's the thing is he's like taking advantage of severely broken people or I get, very unintelligent I, I again i don't say that to i mean i think them, they really
2: I, are that broken because really it feels like if you had any amount of strength within you, you'd be like, I see this is fucking weird, yeah. <laughs> or this isn't and working. And that's
0: the thing. They're all cults. Each one of these oh, individual yeah. play. We haven't even talked about Doc Antle yet.
2: That dude's the, the weirdest craziest. to me. That one's but the craziest. They're
0: all, so even Carol with her weird shirts and shit, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they included that to show, oh no... One husband seems normal, still definitely a cult. Yeah. Like I think that's why that scene's in there.
2: Howard, his name's Howard. Howard, yeah. Yep. Good call.
0: That very, uh, it fits like yeah. a. Oh yeah! Chess, oh, like, well, oh. Howard, <laughs> you're a your real Howard. <laughs> <That's right>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, and then you know Joe is obviously he's a polygamist, but Doc Antle. Oh my god, and he's the like the mainstream one. He'd been on stage with Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. He created friggin'... Uh- ace ventura he did the animal Hmm. work in there he's the normal one but he's so not oh
2: i just didn't like how unflinching he was that's
0: sweet the the true angel of the entire show is that sweet woman who escaped his and (laughs) escaped back to ames iowa to ames which is a poor escape but um, they find you it's an improvement yeah very few situations in life that ames iowa can be an improvement upon (laughs) uh you know, respect to our iowa state yeah so. here. but uh but yeah she's a she's an angel but like just her telling that story and talking about what that hindu term but with penis and like all of those things and, <laughs> they like, have to like sleep with virgins them. Oh, or man. near virgins yeah which is, like, which uh, is not a thing yeah, you either are story, or you aren't but, okay um
2: just the tip <laughs> <laughs> i was like what and why
0: Doc Antle is like, like leaving even aside the fact that he probably euthanizes most of his cats. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so crazy. It's just. A... And the each of his wives has like a big old house mm-hmm. in Myrtle Beach, which can't be cheap. When they uh, like he's
2: when they showed his mentor or whatever,
0: Who's, was like the straight up like wild wild country guy. Yeah 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 yeah. I which, was like, by the way we should do that sometime oh yeah solid document that
2: one's really good yeah but yeah i was just like okay so you're nuts you're immediately nuts before he was even quite that nuts he's like well here's my mentor guy this random indian guru okay so you're crazy mm-hmm. so you're just fucking crazy and
0: freaking joe was like it's gonna be a small waco if you try and take my cats yeah like and
2: I was like, oh. And that's when the cops said, hmm, he's going to be dangerous. <laughs> this guy
0: with 200 tigers might be a problem. That's what tipped him off.
2: Then there's a random, and that was right before, or no, it was right after they talked about the random guy somewhere else that, like, released his animals onto, like, his they town. They had to shoot him all dead. Oh, that was so sad. I know. I was I didn't like, like,
0: like, what? That. Why? why does Doc Antle scare you more than anyone else? I think just because he's
2: unflinching. He's unflinching. He never once does he seem like he's trying to, he's never trying to convince himself that he's right or anybody else. He seems like he just knows what he's doing is good and that's correct. And it's like,
1: no, no. But is it also
0: because as a result of that, he's like the closest to normal, like he's not. All, I don't like that like, he's the most accepted. On the surface, yeah, he's the like most you said, Hollywood and people
2: and like, they're using him for stuff and, yeah. and productions and stuff. And I'm like, no, dude, this dude's a fucking psycho. And like people,
0: you know, using, you know, he's got all these wives that he's. Keeping, which is you know, a sexual assault to like force people, you yeah. know, even mentally. Well, into... then he
2: say, yeah, he's, they're all very young. Again, they're when all sort of like with him, yeah. damaged. They just I want mean, to go he there. He keeps
0: them, so I guess that's something. Like, but great, he's a free, he's a monster. That dude's fucked. Yeah, uh, and, and I, he's you, like you can tell. Directing when... him yes, too. I was
2: just say you can tell, dude. You can tell when he's directing the director and camera people around that he's like this control maniac. That's just like, yo, you're going to do it this way, you're going to do it that way. Which I love that he Bhagavan goes, Bhagavan hey, means
0: lord or whatever. Yeah.
2: I love that he's like, I want you guys to meet me at the door. And I'll, you'll knock on the door. but like, hey, thanks for coming. I love that they keep that in the documentary. Uh-huh. And then they do what he says. So it just looks so fake. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's not great. It's, I 100% believe that he euthanizes those cats. Mm-hmm. Even though they said they haven't proven it or anything. I 100% believe he makes these women live in like, just like, shitholes. And that he's like the god of their world and everything it's just like nasty it was fucked up that he had like a son there or something When his son's like yeah i guess Bhagavan means god and that's what you know that's what he is in our world i'm like oh see it's your world it's like a little that's a fucking cult dude that's, the problem, that's my, a fucking guy, cult you live, guy, in that's your, your problem. you live in this other thing that's your world Ooh, not fun i he freaked me out so much. It was yeah. the eyes. He freaked me out.
0: You were a Bhagavan? Yeah. yeah.
2: Like the other dudes, if I was like, Joe Exotic, you're fucked up. He'd be like, yeah, man, I'm pretty messed up or whatever. I'm like, okay. And you, you're kind of well aware of that. Yeah. Obviously you seem pretty aware that even though you enjoy doing what you're doing, that it's weird and it's odd and you're an oddball. But to him, he's like, no, this is right. And I'm cool with it. And these people treat me like a god. And I'm like, oh, nasty, yeah. nasty, nasty shit.
0: Yeah, so let's stick on personalities for a minute. Mm. The worst person in this mm. is Jeff Lowe. Oh, yeah. And it's not close. <laughs> like, the worst human be- the most reprehensible yeah, just... shit state of a human being <laughs> is Jeff Lowe. Because even Doc Antle, Doc, I, think, I think you framed it perfectly, because Doc Antle is like, convinced he's right Mm -hmm. so he's just like straight in your face with it Jeff Lowe knows he's wrong yeah and he's so confident that he's just like straight in your face with it it's like uh it's like a you know lawful evil versus a chaotic evil or whatever like it's he's so bad and he just doesn't care and you ask here why is his wife still with him I mean, like, mental abuse again. I was like, like, that's yeah, the angle, a physical,
2: Yeah, but a like, uh, she's psychological like, gun to the head. God
0: almighty, she... And I don't want to, like... I'm not trying to reduce it to this, but she's very attractive. Mm-hmm. She could be a very successful person. And she's with this shit stain. And I'm this sorry, that, but that's what he is. This guy that is 50, but dresses like he's a hat. 20 from I'm, He is the living years embodiment ago? of the Steve Buscemi Hello, how do you do, fellow kids <laughs> yeah. meme. Like, he... A, Why do you look the way that you he's, look? He's a swinger, which, if whatever, Fine. I don't sure. care. Not my cup of tea, but, you know, but if he was just that, whatever. But, like, he's talking about getting his wife into the gym and talking about, like, screwing the nanny and taking oh, yeah. a hot oh, nanny. Oh, yeah. Oh, the like, nanny
2: thing was oh, weird. I
0: feel so bad for his kids. I feel worse for his child mm. than anyone in this entire series yeah. and it's not even quest. <laughs> just, like... just oh oh well actually joe's parents also feel real bad oh yeah them, oh, but i'd forgotten about them until the rewatch they'd just completely gone out of that
2: which is kind of weird because didn't his i know a lot can change over how many years mm-hmm. but wasn't his dad like don't come to my funeral sort of thing yeah so like but then his dad was there and around or i, I guess don't know.
0: unless it was a second husband
2: but then like been. oh it could have been yeah and then like his niece was like in there for a little bit and was like yeah mm. joe bled him dry or yeah. whatever i was like Oof.
0: and his brother died and he had a yeah. sister who wasn't involved at all
2: but um yes jeff was uh, just nasty just nastiest dude and the fact that like i don't know it was weird I don't know where he got money from. Was he in a, was he in a family that had His money? His dad
0: was like a circus director. Like oh, a very that's right. a successful circus director. Which I guess is the answer. But, like,
2: okay. It was just weird. And then he went to Vegas and he brought cats with him. And he brought the cats up in suites. And people pet the cats. And I'm like, how the fuck is this even happening? You're putting them in, like, a into your suitcase and wheeling them up. And then he, like... The fact that he took the the zoo from Joe is kind of shitty. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, which completely is like shitty. how do you make
0: me feel bad for Joe by that point in the yeah. documentary? I was
2: like, I did feel bad for Joe, even at by the end. I was just like, I you, oh. you wanted to make kill Carol Bass or anything. not great.
0: he but... definitely set up Joe to go to prison. Too. Oh yeah, like that's a that they barely even cover that. But like, he's definitely the reason Joe's in prison more than anything. Mm. And his little shithole handyman, God, those people are. Awful.
2: Oh, I did not like what's his name, James something or other. Yeah,
0: um. no, not James Garretson. Oh. He's a different thing. We'll talk about him in the freaking. Oh, oh, the you little mean, bald guy, Dwayne oh, or whoever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I say Dwayne, but maybe it is. Yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's bald. Maybe that's where I got it. From. Oh yeah, is the that,
2: creepy dude that like definitely. I mean, it's confirmed it's killed somebody and uh-huh. was in prison. And I was like, yeah, dude. Uh, they
0: talk at one point in this show to a guy who was legitimately scarface and he's one of yes and he's one of the least crazy people in the show i i that guy i quote unquote love
2: that guy because he seems like he likes the animals and everything and i just was blown away that he was like yeah, yeah 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 there was an informant or something we found out who it was we like burned him alive and then like chopped him up with a piece uh-huh. in the bathtub and i can tell you this because i was convicted and i was thrown in jail for it now i'm out i'm not you know i'm not admitting to anything yeah. people don't already know and i'm like oh my god what and he's like well look i didn't do it but like people that work for me do it and i had yeah. to have them do it you get it and i'm like oh shit <laughs> what the fuck is happening
0: that's like a true neutral. We're, we're plotting all these yeah. people. we got to plot people. this out. We should. Um, but yeah, I just don't like... Oh my God. I don't... The characters. And then yeah, you mentioned friggin' James Gerritsen, who's an egg person. <laughs> the man has no neck. And he's he's got somehow <laughs> a mullet and a bowl cut. God. And also like a like a... I don't know, beehive or something like his hair... I would call him Majestic, but it's also no, Travis.
2: No, it's awful. His yeah. hair bothered me. Yeah. It made me physically ill to look at that man <laughs> if I'm being on it. Like, uh and like it was just weird because he was the setup man for the setup man, you know, he's an informant, he's talking to the to the fish and wildlife whatever game and refuge and uh-huh. whatever you call it, district people. And uh, what they say they're like the FBI for like animals? But, um, yeah. oh God, I couldn't stand him either because he was just constantly talking about like, oh yeah, I oh, used to do this and that.
0: There's nothing worse to me than, in, in anything than the character who's like the snivelly little bitch mm-hmm. of the whole show. And that's what he is. Cause he's just as bad as all these people, mm-hmm. but he pretends like he's the higher person who's like looking down on them and oh, yeah, commenting it's like, oh, and then like you figure out you know, that he's more and more involved later on. But like, he also
2: has random ass animals yeah, for some reason. Yeah. I like how if you're involved, you have to have... I was laughing at this when I was watching it. Because he said something about, like, yeah, I bought my my first monkey or something when I was 18. And I just commented. I was like, yeah, and, you, and now I'm in this fucking world. <laughs> because mm-hmm. once, I buy, once you buy an exotic animal, you're thrown in with all these other lunatics. Like, I guess I gotta interact with all you weirdos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just... Oh, my God. I, I'm
0: sure there are people we've missed. By the
2: way... The guy that directed this or co-directed this, his name is Eric Good, uh-huh. and someone told me about this. If you click on him on Wikipedia, he is an American entrepreneur, cons- conservationist, filmmaker, and philanthropist. Uh, he's known as a creator. he's known as a creator of an art nightclub, and uh, the it's Bowery that really Hotel, at Waverly. A Inn. <laughs> he is also known as the founder of the Turtle cons- Conservancy. <laughs> um he's a lifelong conservationist yada yada but he owns like a shit ton of turtles like he's and i you kind of learn about that at the beginning because he says he's looking for lizards or animals to purchase and then someone's like oh have you heard about this or they finds like out the snow leopard in his car which was breaking my heart immediately episode one two minutes in there's like yeah there's a snow leopard in a hundred degree car or transporting it somewhere i'm like uh, that doesn't sound great that doesn't sound good but yeah, this dude is part of the problem, or he's part of this world, so that's how he kind of learned about Joe mm-hmm. Exotic and all these people, because this guy also Joe, collects stuff. Joe Exotic. It's very odd. It's, it's very I have odd.
0: burned into my head how he says Joe Exotic on that phone call, because, you know, they play mm-hmm. it like 15 times. Um, yeah, I'm looking at pictures of him now with all his friggin' turtles. Why can you be all these? How can you all be things? Why are you all things? Why do these people exist? But at least turtles are just dinosaurs. They're just tiny little dinosaurs. You can't screw with them too much because mm-hmm. they're dinosaurs. dinosaurs. But did I say dinosaurs? Ti- I didn't even mention it. Mean, yeah. It kind of worked out. Um, Crocodile Studio. Joe burned it down 100%. 100%, yeah. 100% yeah, yeah. right? Cause like they, well,
2: then he like shows him doing takes for like talking to the camera and he does not seem broken about yeah. at all. And he's like, how do I make this sound even worse at first, than it is? At
0: first they make it seem like it's kind of a it, and then they make it seem like oh, 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 yeah, Joe so. done it. Joe and done it, they have that like guy like, again, kind of Bigfoot walking away from the scene <laughs> yeah. trying to make it look like it was the oh, producer, producer yeah. guy. Which like to me it was like I'm I haven't seen this guy walk but I don't think he goes like this, you know and like, which was you know nobody can see but, uh, yeah so that was definitely Joe which again is like man that makes you like a, a monster, to keep the crocodiles, crocodiles in there, uh, um, and crocodilians you know oh and his husband I think is well, I hate hate even referring to the man as that but like. I feel like that guy knew it was Joe who did that and he was like close to the crocodiles because he calls them my crocodilians at one point mm. and it's just like, oh my God, this guy, you let this guy treat you any old way.
2: Yeah, I felt so bad for all of his uh, all of his employees. <laughs> could- really.
0: We mentioned jo- James Garrettson. we didn't mention this 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 whole show, the entire show. They were sitting on Eye of the Tiger. We all knew. Mm -hmm. We didn't know. Like, probably, you know, we weren't thinking about it. But we knew it was there. We were waiting. We knew it was coming. Or Mm -hmm. maybe they take the high road. (laughs) They take the high road and they just avoid it, you know? And that's who you use it on? Yeah, why Eggman would you? Man on a jet ski, <laughs> Humpty Dumpty on a jet ski. That's when you're gonna use I have a tiger. I feel like it was a send up of using I have a tiger. I have yeah. a tiger because it's like, well, we gotta use it. Let's just so slap it over what? this fast. Why second. would? <laughs>
2: Why was he,
0: like, why was that even a shot?
2: I mean, good. I'm so glad someone caught that why on camera. Why
0: that's the thing that's crazy about why? this is, like, this developed over five years. Yeah. And it started, it did not start as, like, a murder mystery. Yeah, it, it started, started as, as, like, an like animal like a, documentary. Yeah,
2: let's look at this weird dude.
0: And, like, it just became more and more like, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then on top of that, Joe, on top of everything else, Joe was filming everything. So everything was caught on camera. Whether the documentary crew was there or not. Like, it's the perfect formula for a documentary. Mm. But, oh, my God. I just, I, like, you know, we talked at the beginning, but it's, like, people sold me on this. And they were, like, this is great. You got to watch it. It's great. You got to watch it. It's crazy. You got to watch it. Go watch it. And I was, like, no. You know, like, I, I'm i one of those people who, like, hates being told. Mm to go watch something like let me go watch it eventually but please stop selling it to me because the more you sell it to me the more likely i am to be disappointed and i certainly wasn't disappointed you know i mean it was crazy it was every bit as crazy as advertised Mm -hmm. maybe even crazier (laughs) you know because i kind of thought that like bitch fed her husband to the tigers was like the big twist in the show Mm -hmm. that was like episode three Mm -hmm. there was a whole lot of episode left I don't know. I don't. I don't know what else to say. Do you have more thoughts to say? I mean, we could talk about it for another hour. But...
2: There's there's a limited series adaptation and development headed for uh, Universal Content Productions, and uh, Kate McKinnon is set to executive produce and portray Carol Baskin. Uh,
0: okay, it's got to be a comedy.
2: It says no other castings at this time. Oh my God. Is it Carol Baskin? Because he says Carol, Carol Baskin. Baskins. Yeah,
0: it's Carol Baskin, I think. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens! Yeah, it's Carol Baskin. Carol Stairs Jones, A.K.A. Carol Baskin, is an American animal rights activist and owner of Big Cat Rescue, a nonprofit animal sanctuary. Yada yada yada. Public attention for the documentary, uh, Netflix series follows both Baskin and exotic uh baskin's been targeted by internet memes related to the disappearance of don lewis her second husband well she's also been targeted by killing her second (laughs) husband
2: it said the ratings on wikipedia it says the show quickly became one of the most watched shows on the netflix platform it has been suggested that its viewership has been aided by the covid19 pandemic which caused many global viewers to be restricted to their homes around the time of release i mean you're not wrong it definitely that definitely helped for sure but, yeah, it was very compelling. I I raced through it. I think a lot of people did. Mm. I'm not really the type to do too much when it comes to um, binging, but I, I definitely did on this they one. They were
0: great at the at the one-liner to end the show mm. that made you go, wait, what the fuck?
3: Because mm-hmm.
0: it was Carol Carol our Tigers was the end of one of them, and then another one was Jeff Lowe stole the zoo. Mm-hmm. That was just the final line, and you're like, wait, huh? What? Huh? What? What? Huh? Uh, so, yeah, they were really good at, like, dragging you into the next mm. one whether you wanted to or not.
2: But... I thought I thought the ending was really good, but it also kind of, like, broke my heart that I think that was the ending was uh, Joe Exotic, or pretty close to the ending, talking about, like, the two monkeys he had. Uh-huh. And that he had, had them in, like, separate cages. And then when they took them and they put them in, like, a proper zoo, they were, like, united and they were, like, hugging and stuff. Uh-huh. And he was like, did I prevent those monkeys from like being monkeys like yeah. did i do that and he was like you know i hope i didn't or whatever and i was just like oh man so sad.
0: but it was like oh my god but he is human like yeah it was like day, okay like, he's yeah. got some introspection and some i believe he you know
2: had his heart was in the right place to start yeah and then for some reason he wanted to be governor and then president and it was like hmm
0: huh.
2: president then governor i take it back yeah he went down he, he was coming back down to earth
0: and as <laughs> as i saw a meme that summed it up perfectly how is joe exotic the only 2016 candidate who's been locked up so far which you know um yeah so uh any more thoughts on the series or the show uh um
2: supposedly there's a seventh or eighth or whatever episode coming out this week i don't know what this that means this Robin week though. or next week something
0: they have so, that ready so or catch up like, i don't know they're so like, we got to get it out there. Rush it. Rush it out rush there. Rush it. Need Tiger King oh, too. Man. I'm here for it. Weirdly. Um, yeah. So I guess that's it for us this week. Um, you know, never forget the Carol Baskin fetter husband of the cast. That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> uh, you let us know, folks, if there are things you want us to cover, shows or movies you'd like us to watch. I feel like shows give you a lot more mileage to talk mm. about, but we got, you know, we got to review movies at some point, too. Uh, folks, we got, to, you know, we got to get through this together. So tell us, let us know. No, nobody is still listening. But, you know, if you are. You might be. Meow through the phone on Twitter The cats, us.
2: The cats love this site. That's
0: right. They've loved this whole show. It's the most, it's the most it's tuned in they have ever felt. It's on brand. Cats never played hockey. That'd be so silly. Their legs would go all different directions.
2: <laughs> you're not supposed to have four legs and you're playing <laughs> yeah, hockey. It's
0: just that doesn't work. Except they did train a bear in the KHL to play well, hockey. of course so. they did. But did they tra- train he him? He seemed pretty good at it, to be honest. I <laughs> mean, to, to be honest, he seemed... Better than I would probably be, mm-hmm. you know. Better, not not as good as a Boston Bruin, but pretty good for a Russian Bruin. <laughs> and that'll be the end of our show. <laughs> uh, anything else you'd like to say to the people in? Uh, stay, any, stay sane. Any more mindless conspiracy theories? As... Hug your blankets, put your face in a pillow, and scream. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be okay. Uh, we'll get it through. We'll get through all of it. Stay safe wear your masks. Don't go out in public. Don't wear a mask. Just don't go anywhere. But when you do, do that. Wash your hands a lot. We'll all be good. We'll yeah. all be good. Cleanse up. May will be here before you know it, and then it'll be June. And then we'll still have several <laughs> <ones>. <laughs> but But uh, you know, we'll get... We'll, it'll end eventually, and we'll be on the other side. Until then, uh, I don't know. There's no signature sign-off from Joe Exotic. So... Um, You know, you're not that straight.
1: She felt the blood running through her veins She liked the life she had She loved her big cats And the beauty of being untamed Well, everything was fine Just as sweet as wine But her husband went and disappeared Got a little crazy, got a little hazy And the cops said there's something wrong here Oh, here kitty, kitty Mama's got some treats for you Oh, here kitty, kitty You can't find this taste in the zoo Mama Carol, she sure loves you, oh, here kitty kitty, mama made this for you.